0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Bank podcast. It's that time of the week, the weekly roundup.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I wanted to start this week with a question. And my question is, why are people still not invested in crypto? Um, I've talked to a lot of people recently. It seems like the main two points are either I don't have enough money or I don't really understand it. The I don't really understand it, I feel like is a pretty easy thing if, I, if they're talking to me, because I can just explain it to them. But I, I think oftentimes people are like, well, you know, I don't have enough money. And I just I just read a new research study out of Chicago University. And they actually polled people um, asking if they're invested demographic information. But one of the most important things that came out of this that I thought was was interesting is that Of the people they polled that aren't invested, which was a majority, um, two-thirds said that they don't understand the currency. They don't understand Bitcoin, crypto as a whole, and that's kind of what's keeping them from investing.
0: I mean, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um, And then the other third that weren't invested, it was because they didn't have enough money. So really, the money piece isn't as much of a barrier as the lack of understanding.
0: And there's a lot to understand. I mean, it's, the market is evolving every day. Like we can't even keep up and we're, you know, balls deep, you know? So it's like, how can somebody new who especially is adverse to loss? I think that's probably, it's a main component, it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is you don't, the, the, the small amount of money that you have, you don't want to lose it. That's it. It's your fear of losing it is your number one deterrent for not getting to this market. But with no risk, there's no reward. That's true. That's true.
1: Um, I think a lot of people also think that, you know, investing is gambling. Agreed. I, I'm, I could lose all of it.
0: Yeah. I, and, and I think you should always consider that. But if investing is different than gambling, because gambling is, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that this will work out. Whereas with investing, it's tried and true and people have been doing it for 100 years in the stock market, why isn't the crypto market just the next logical step, which is my argument. And I agree with you. I
1: absolutely agree with you. Um, I think it's also important to note that um, this is a a great cultural equalizer of currencies. Agreed. Um, We've talked about that before, but this survey just further illustrates that. They found of the 13%, so there's only 13% of, of the respondents actually have invested in crypto in the last year. Um, but of those 13%, uh, majority of them were under 40. Yep. Um, over half of them didn't even have a college degree. So when you think of investing, you know, the, the investor type person, the archetype in my mind is college educated makes, you know, a lot of money and are a white middle class or white upper man. class man white right man. I mean you look yep. at the richest people in the world Elon, Jeff Bezos, Zuckerberg um Warren Buffet, Buffett Buffett yeah. they're all white men. white men so this is our this is our our benchmark for investing but it doesn't have to be that way yeah
0: is you ha- you assume that it's this wolf of Wall Street man in a suit and a high tower. You know, with going like this, and you know, ringing bells, bells and yeah, things, yeah, yeah. wearing that's, a blazer—that's you know going to exclude some people.
1: Yeah, but I'm I, what what they found in this study is just it it's concurrent. Is that maybe that's the right word? Concurrent with what we've been seeing with crypto and and what it's meant to do. Forty four percent of of the respondents that have been investing are non white, and forty one percent are women. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and of those that were investing in the last year, most of them are making under 60000 a year.
0: Okay. So average people. Average right? people. Yeah. yeah. So the only issue there is that there's only 13% who've adopted it at yep. this point.
1: Yep. And uh, an additional 10% said that they're very highly considering investing in the next year. So the main barrier is education. Education. And most of the education right now is coming from exchanges like Coinbase that are educating people. They have that Coinbase
0: Earn program um, and social media. Mm. But that's the problem too, right? Is because I see a lot of stuff on social media. It really just depends on what echo chamber you're in, right? You're either mm-hmm. the crypto a Ponzi scheme echo chamber, which is a lot of what mass media is putting out there because... They're affiliated with the stock market, so it's in their best interest to make the crypto market look bad so the stock market stays the same. Because if mass media was talking about the crypto market, then more people would get involved and less people would probably be on the stock market. And so that's bad for big business, right? But even, even further from that, if more of the little people
1: or people that aren't you know making six-figure salaries, seven-figure salaries yeah. are getting in, then the community is going to have more power over the value versus the whales or the people with a lot right or institutions who want to have control so by not educating people on it or not allowing as as m- many forms of educational disbursement um the the smaller people aren't going to get in and it'll allow the 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 whales the institutions to have a, a better ability to manipulate. and make Well, more. and
0: the, the other side of that is, you know, you've, you've got the evangelicals, which we would argue is our camp, but it's because we've done the research, you know, we've gone down that rabbit hole and we've, we've spent a lot of time doing our own research. Whereas there's a lot of these short form content pieces online that are just pontificating about, you know, Dogecoin, and it's like, that's the dangerous part, right? The meme coins, all this stuff we talked about it previously where it's just, it's the hype. And once you get caught up in the hype, that's where you start to lose real money and you you lose this, you know, idea of what your future could look like, which is a benefit of crypto yep. if you're in the right circles, you know? So if you're subscribing to like the Bros on YouTube, you know, we're gonna help you out. We, we don't have all the answers, of course. And we're but, not
1: licensed financial advisors. And we're
0: not licensed financial advisors, but we're here to help. We wanna educate, we wanna give you opportunities to learn and to interact as opposed to just going, oh, that coin has a, a American flag on it, so I should buy some of this MiraCoin, which is, you know, I think you should. Once it comes out, is gonna be huge. huge. Trust me, trust me. Huge.
1: But yeah, I mean, we're here to springboard you into the into the realm of crypto. Do your own research. But you have to do your own research too. And not just let the algorithm tell you what to think.
0: Because like you just said, right? It's the more people who are involved, the more people who get invested, doesn't matter $5, 10, $20. Yeah. You can be invested for $5 if you want to.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're already doing it with your 401k if you if you're working full-time at a company that offers a 401k, is your dollar cost averaging to every 2 weeks. Part of your paycheck is going into your 401k. It's set and you're forgetting about it. Yep. But then, you know, come you're 60 years old, now you've got a nice nest egg. It won't necessarily carry you through
0: retirement, but it'll help. But that 401k is not investing in US dollars. It's investing in securities. It's investing in stocks. It's investing in these... Assets that are are gaining value. And even crypto, some of them. So now, yeah, exactly. Now there's some that have crypto. And so you are, you, you are already doing it. It's just you are indoctrinated by the system that already exists. Why wouldn't you want to take some of your money and be your own bank? Yep. Absolutely. That's all we're saying. And the more people who are involved, the better it gets for everybody. All ships, you know, you know the saying.
1: All ships, right. When the waters rise, all ships rise, right? Something like that. Um, but I think this just illustrates, too, that you you may feel like, oh, I don't have enough money or um, I don't know enough, but people who are like us are are seeing the benefit and are getting involved, even if it's just a little bit at a time. Yeah. You're going to see those gains. Um. And... Moving on with the just the power of crypto and how how easy and efficient it is. Right. Tron, Tron's one of you know the I top love Tron. I would say it's probably one of the top fifty cryptocurrencies.
0: Yeah, it's like the top twenty, I think. Something um,
1: like and they just recently hit a milestone: twenty billion dollars worth of Tether stable coins, so cryptocurrencies that are backed by the dollar. Or pegged, I should say, not backed. Sure, by, pegged to the dollar, so they're always worth the dollar. So, twenty billion dollars on Tether has been transacted, has changed hands. Um, they just hit that milestone, and it was all for a fee of
0: eight hundred thousand dollars. Eight hundred thousand dollars. So, eight hundred thousand dollars of twenty billion.
1: Yeah. So, so that sounds the, like a lot. It does sound like a lot. So the cost to transact twenty billion dollars over the however long it's taken to get to this point um as as cost $800,000. So let's break that down. What does that mean?
0: I mean that if you do the math, if you it's do the math. 0. 0.00004 of 20 billion is 800,000. So that's if you if we're going into percentages it's 0.004%. So 0. It's 0. way less than a penny. Percent. Less than a penny per transaction.
1: Yep. Which is unheard of. I mean
0: well, I mean, it's not unheard of, but if you think about, you know, Venmo and you think about Cash App, right? Right. Those are free, right? Venmo, Cash App, they're free. Yeah, but they have limits. So Venmo, Cash App, Venmo is $5,000 a week you can send, which seems like a lot. Um, and Cash App is 7500 a week that you can send, which is a little bit more. You have to have verified accounts on both. But here's the kicker. You can only use Venmo and Cash App in the U.S., for Venmo and the U.S. and UK for Cash App, so you're with, limited with Tron. What are the limitations of Tron?
1: There's, I mean, there's no limitations in terms of borders. It's a borderless currency, so you can send Tron from here to Zimbabwe or from here to to anywhere in the
0: world. Yeah, even Mars if they have Wi-Fi for less than a penny. For less than a penny. So I would argue, you know, don't shoot the messenger, but I would argue that. Less than a penny, and zero is basically the same. Basically thing. Basically the
1: same thing. It's just like Lysol, 999 percent 99. effective.
0: Right, because we don't want to get in trouble, but it's not free. Yeah, but it's basically it's free. basically free. It's virtually free. But it's borderless, and you know, if you needed to send money across borders, if you couldn't use Venmo, you couldn't use Cash App. What could you use? Well, you could use Western Union. You know, the old school MoneyGram. All these guys who right. are, have been doing it forever. But the problem is, is they charge, you know, on, on a $5,000 transaction, which you're not making. But you might be if you're trying to help family out. Fair enough. Yeah. So if you're sending $5,000, it's 2.5% about of that $5,000 is going to go just for the $20. transaction. So if you're sending smaller amounts, it's much higher. It's like 11 to 14%. That's insane. So, you know, there's crypto is the future. It's the now. Yeah, it is. It's the future and it it makes sense. Yeah. And it's already proven itself. Yeah. Is that you can send this money over long distances with security and low fees. Low. Zero. It's zero. It's, it's zero. For it's some zero. of them, for sure. Yeah. You know, now other cryptocurrencies are more expensive to send, but Tron is its own blockchain and it's, it's really cheap and it's already proven this with, $20 billion.
1: $20 billion. It's incredible. And it's, it's only going to keep happening and keep getting better and being more efficient. And hopefully more people will buy into it. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was that's beneficial about crypto in general is donating donations. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's the, it's the holiday time. Yep. It's the time of giving. A lot of people are, you know, it's close to the end of the tax season. So some people are trying to, you know, give before they have to, you know, pay all their taxes. Um, But one way to get the most bang for your buck is donating to your charitable organizations in crypto. Okay. So a lot more organizations now are accepting Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as a way um, to receive donations or more donations because the individual donating doesn't have to pay capital gains tax.
0: Right. So capital gains tax is tax. You pay the government on your capital, which is money gains, which is good (laughs) on the more money that you make, you pay a percentage to the government. And if you are donating that money, the government says to a nonprofit, then the government says, well, they don't have to pay. So Whatever money you donate to a charity is tax-free.
1: Yeah, and when they sell it, which if you sold it, you'd have to pay tax on it. But when they sell it because they're a nonprofit charity, they don't have to pay anything.
0: Right. Yeah. Which the other benefit is if you're giving out a dollar to a charity, then really you're only giving them 97 cents, right? Because of inflation. We talked about this. Right, right, right. Versus giving them a crypto donation and now you're giving them an asset that can grow in value.
1: Yeah, so if they decide not to sell it and hold on to it because maybe they have some sort of crypto expert at their at the church or whatever who's like, "You know what, let's hold on to this for another month before we sell it and um or a couple months before we sell it and then use that money to actually help people."
0: Yep. So you could have an entire portfolio as a nonprofit. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And, you know, for budget purposes, if you've got, you know, if you're in a DeFi or c5 platform now you're making interest on that so there's some really cool opportunities with that kind of philanthropic idea um to to donate to companies to organizations and give them the gift of crypto the gift of
1: crypto what a better what better gift on christmas nothing the there's crypto. no better gift <laughs> we should get mariah carey to write a song about that i I think
0: she takes Dogecoin.
1: She does. And she, but you know. Um, Last up, we have uh, Congress. So, Congress has called to a hearing eight of the top execs in the crypto world. Ooh. um, Talking about FTX, Coinbase, um, some of those big companies that are, you know trailblazing the crypto industry but also have a lot of information a lot at stake so they're calling them to talk about regulations because they want to make it better in terms of regulating so that the government can get their money but also so that us as individuals know what is expected
0: well i think it's just great that the government's going okay you're right this is inevitable so come help us we all win that way yep i mean the it's just such a no-brainer and the experts in the industry going to Congress. Now, yeah, of course, in Congress, once again, you got those old white men who don't know what a computer is. If you look at, have you you seen some of the stuff that they were asking Zuckerberg? Yeah, I have. Oh, my God, hilarious. Just like old man syndrome, where they're just asking questions that are just ridiculous. Like, what was the one about how do you make money in Facebook? It's like, he just looks at him, he's like, (laughs) ass. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, we're going to run into that. But I think maybe if they, you know, hold their hand a little bit and it's just kind of this, you know, n- nice atmosphere and not accusatory and just like, here are the benefits. Well,
1: and if they're true experts, which a lot of them are, yeah. um, they're going to be able to explain it simply. And if they can explain it simply and provide like a roadmap for yeah. h- how to regulate do the work for the government, basically, then we're going to have something that's actually beneficial right. to everybody.
0: Well, and, and you also have an inside man with Gary Gensler, the SEC chair who understands crypto. And so there's the seeds are being planted, you know, so get in. It's so early still. It's, it's so still early. early. Two and a
1: half trillion projected to hit a $10 trillion um market cap in the next 10 years. That's four times what it is, but yeah, we'll 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 keep uh, keep tabs on on this hearing uh, in Congress, and we'll probably talk more about it in the weeks to come. So, thanks for tuning
0: in; really appreciate it. All right, let's tackle these charts, gang. We have Bitcoin. Bitcoin is currently trading at about fifty-seven thousand. We are still in our little correction. This is a consolidation phase between the 50-day and 100-day moving average in orange and green here. Uh, it's fluctuating from about 60000 to 54000 This could go on for a little bit longer. I think we chop back and forth for a little bit longer towards the middle of the month, end of the month. Then we're going to make our decision. Either we come back and hit this support right around the 50 level, or we head back up. So, Keep some money off the table, get ready for that 50 if it happens. If not, you know, then uh, there'll be some opportunities to buy. But once again, patience, 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 patience. Total market cap, we're at about 2.6 trillion. Uh, we are touching this 50-day moving average again, so this is acting as resistance. Our support is at about 2.4, so we need to make a decision. We need to break that 3 trillion and then it could get pretty exciting. One other thing I'd like to take a look at is our Ether Bitcoin chart. So we have a bull flag, giant bull flag. This is Ether in relation to Bitcoin. So Ether is going up in relation to Bitcoin. The value of Ether is growing faster than the value of Bitcoin. That's what this chart says. We have broken out of this pennant, which is pretty huge. I believe we'll come back and touch this at about 0.07. So that means 0.07 Bitcoin for every ether. Once we touch the resistance and turn it into support, then we can have the continuation of this bull flag here. And last time that happened, you can see the exponential growth here, topping out at about 0.15 Bitcoin per ether. Sounds pretty good to me. All right, let's go into our dollar cost averaging. My first choice is Cardano. Cardano has retraced from its all time high and is looking pretty good right now at $1.72. We had a little bump up today. We'll see if that continues. Next is EOS. EOS is at about $4 right now, and it's been chopping back and forth for the last few months. It's getting ready for a parabolic move. Could be another couple weeks, couple months, but this right now is about as low as I believe it's gonna go. So it's a good opportunity. Last is Monero. Monero is one of the old school coins, XMR. It is a privacy coin and it's been chopping back and forth for the last few weeks. We do notice there's a little golden cross here on the daily. And so I believe Monero is on track to get rolling here. That's it for the charts. We are the Bit Bros. Remember, we are not licensed financial advisors. All content is intended for educational purposes only. Do your own research and only risk what you're willing to lose. We'll see you next week.
1: See you next week. And don't forget to like and subscribe and check us out on YouTube and on Spotify.